the last time you had that much fun watching a Bears game? Oh, man. It was a I, I would say I've had fun watching Justin Fields this year, but I haven't had much fun watching the Bears. But I, I love the just go for two, go for it all. I know it doesn't mean anything, but it's it's just still it nice. It does, though. Like, it does. because and that. So I was over at a family member's birthday party, and as soon as like they got the ball, they started driving. I'm like, you score, you go for two. Oh, yeah. You score, you go for two. I like what do you like you said? You have nothing to lose. You score, you go for two. Had so much fun watching the Bears, which we'll get into uh, a little bit later on in the podcast. But a hearty hi ho and welcome to a Winter Wonderland edition of LR Weekly. Coming to you a day early. Uh, got a little basketball tournament hosting responsibilities the rest of the week, uh, so we figured we'll give you a little Tuesday delight. Here uh, we are coming to you in the middle of a snowstorm. Uh, we, four to five inches of snow is expected to fall here in the beautiful, beautiful land that is Northwest Indiana. Uh, how are you going to get home? It, I mean, like you couldn't get up my driveway. Yeah, we're just gonna we'll just give it a go. We're gonna give yeah. her the old go. Yeah. We're gonna give her the old go. So, uh, I, unfortunately, we got to start this week the same way we started last week. Uh, you were upstairs eating your cheeseburgers. Um, Carson Wentz, Uncle COVID, done. At least for this week, for the foreseeable future, no Carson Wentz. And that is costly for the boys in blue. Yeah, it is. It's a very big loss for the Colts. Um, really starting to play well. Um, and now you lose him. Now you look at the remaining two games on the Colts' schedule. You got the Raiders. Coming up, and then you got to turn around and play a Jaguars team that has nothing to lose. And I'm telling you right now, those are the games that you can't overlook. You have to play your best football, especially here in an AFC playoff picture where there's a pileup of teams that will come and replace you in a matter of a week. So, and I mean, really, as I said before, Carson Wentz was playing really really good football. There are only two quarterbacks, Josh, in the National Football League that have 25 touchdowns and six or less interceptions. Who are they? Aaron Rodgers. Carson Wentz. Correct. The two quarterbacks that have 25 plus touchdowns and six or less interceptions, Carson Wentz and Aaron Rodgers. To be put in that conversation for Carson Wentz is, you know, quite a compliment to the good football he's playing. Now, granted, his offenses turn around, hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor, um, but had a good week last week. Um, so now you put him on the COVID list. Um, you know, a lot of question marks now. You got to find a way to win football games these last two weeks. And I think one of the things when we look at the Colts, and we'll just jump right in and talk about that win that they had over Arizona. That was one of the wins of the year, not just for the Colts, but in all of NFL. Well, and I think right now, if there's a team that is has the most question marks around them, it's the Arizona Cardinals. They started the season off so great. You're playing the Colts at home on Christmas Day. That was on the road. No, it wasn't no, home. No, Cardinals played them at home. On Christmas Day and lost the football game. And I'm telling you right now, I don't want to see the Indianapolis Colts. Granted, right now you lose Carson Wentz. That could affect you. But I told you on the podcast last week, Josh, that Colts defense, that was a Colts defense that did not have Darius Leonard. Got COVID on Friday, out for the game on Saturday. They still performed and beat the Cardinals. Are the Cardinals... Not the same football team without D-Hop. Which, okay, I, I see here and you're like, yeah, okay, they're clearly in trouble. Here's here's my main concern with the Cardinals. Like, I understand that D-Hop is one of the top five wide receivers in all football. I get that. Here's where I get worried. They look very one-dimensional right now. Yeah. All, they can't run the football. And even if D-Hop comes back for the playoffs, 
You saw this a little bit in the Cardinal game with the Packers. Is he even remotely close to 100%? Right, and that's the problem. You don't have 100% D-hop. And if you don't have that, how do you stretch the field? And you have... That's the thing. The Cardinals have good weapons. A.J. Green, Christian Kirk. um, Even their running backs, James Conner... Who was out. He was out, which I think he is their number one. Yes. I think there's no doubt that James Conner's the number one running back on that football team. I don't think Kyler looks comfortable. Chase Edmonds is a good running back, too. But I think... Really, Kyler Murray has to do it all. He was the leading rusher in that game with 74 that, yards. That can't be the case. You know, granted, he was he had a 57 yard run that started the game off. To me, he can't be your leading rusher. He can't do it all. You got to have guys, and that's the other thing. Zach Ertz is a great tight end to have in the red zone. He's got weapons, and. It's kind of been the same old story with the Cardinals last year. Cardinals had an opportunity to make the playoffs last year and lost four of their last five. Got kicked out of the playoffs by the Bears. The Bears were the team that replaced them in the playoffs. Like To me, the Cardinals have already clinched a playoff spot, but you want to win that division. You want to play your first game at home. You don't want to have to play on the road because right now you might have to go to... You're either going to have to go to L.A., Dallas, or Tampa. Right, and you don't want to do... Any of those. Right now, the way the Cardinals are playing, I'm concerned. The Colts, I'm very happy with the way they're playing. Um, If they, again, lost Carson Wentz, but you got to like what the Colts are doing on both sides of the football. Here's the other thing to consider. So the Cardinals lost by six. Matt Prater misses two field goals and an extra point. I mean, there's seven points right there. So you look, as you get later in December, now we're going to be January... Your special teams have to be special. And so you look at this Arizona football team, they just look like they are in an absolute world of hurt right now. And that's I, that's not good moving forward for them. I mean, because like you said, you you know, you know pull up these standings you, you and you look at the NFC West. The Rams now, game lead. I don't see the Cardinals coming back. Well, and, and this is the thing. They have Matt Prater as a kicker. He's a very reliable kicker. Bad game. No excuse. You're kicking in a dome. It's not like there's elements that you're kicking in. You have a bad game. Oh, well, oh, you know, it's going to happen. But as you said, these are the things come January and, and if you want to play into February, if you have those things go wrong, Trust me, I know how important <laughs> special teams are to a team in the playoffs. Because I, never mind, I'm not. I'm gonna don't, be nice. Don't, to don't, don't, don't say doink, it. Doink. Yeah, don't do it. But it's important. You gotta have reliable kicking. The and it's funny. I was talking on Christmas with my mom, and she said she if she can figure this out. I'm sorry, I, my mom's an avid listener of the show. If she could figure it out, anybody could see it. That the NFL. And their kickers this year have been atrocious. Been if you don't have a accurate, well-reliable kicker in the NFL, it is going to cost you football games. Period. Matt Prater is not one of those guys. Had one of those games. You're, it's going to happen. But you can't have this happen right now because you're right, winding down to the season. You got to make your kicks. You gotta. You got to do your job. We have, you have one job. There's a flashback we haven't done in a while. Kickers got to make kicks. Well, and now you look at the Cardinals. Now you got to go on the road to Dallas. Yeah. Now, L.A. has got to go on the road to Baltimore. Again, not remotely what it was at the beginning of the year. But I, you take a look. Unfortunately, I think the uh, glass sip, slipper that was the Christian Lemke Arizona winning the uh, NFC West special is uh, is done. quickly going to run out. Well, quickly. Here's the, that's what stinks is like it looks so good for 15 weeks, and now the last three weeks of the season, it's going to cost them. I I don't see a way that the Cardinals win this division. Cardinals have to go to Dallas. I I just the way Dak Prescott and that offense performed on Sunday night, I think. No chance 
you beat the Cowboys on Sunday. And then you look, the last game of the season, they have to play the Seahawks, which, again, Seahawks, that's a game that does not matter to them. Those games are the ones that scare me the the most. Absolutely. You know, so, and the Rams play the 49ers. So, like, really, it could come down to the last week of the season. And um, I honestly, Josh, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I do not. Let's see. So the Cardinals and Rams split. So that means, and I think we touched on this briefly last week, that it's going to come down to the tiebreaker. And the tiebreaker is go, is right now is owned by the Cardinals with their division record. So let's say both the Rams and the Cardinals. So the Cardinals can lose to the Cowboys. Cowboys. And, th- and the Rams, the Rams have, have to, to lose their last two. Yep. And for the Cardinals to win their last game against the Seahawks, I, anything could happen. Really, truly, anything can happen. It's going to be interesting how the West plays out in the NFC. And, and the thing, when you look at that, just as chaotic as that NFC West is, you look at the AFC East, and, I mean, my goodness... Can we can we figure this out, please? Because one week, I, the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, minus the New York Jets, every team in the AFC East still has a chance to win the division. Think and, about that, and that is including the Charlie. We're just referring to them as Charlie's Fins. Charlie's Fins. I mean, this is unbelievable now. And you look at Miami. Hate to break it to Titans fans. Uh, y'all ain't looking good. So you could legitimately be looking at a Week 18 matchup between the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins for the division that has a play for the division title. Now, I am not. I don't think Buffalo is going to lose to Atlanta Buffalo's this week, not losing either and then they're not going to lose to the Jets. So they're just not. So I think Buffalo has that clear path. However. We are very realistically looking at a world, if Miami can pull off a win against Tennessee, that the Miami Dolphins and New England Patriots are playing for a chance to go to the playoffs. That would that makes those those games fun. You know, that's what like that's what all football fans want to happen for week eighteen. You want those games where they become playing games. And I know also know playing games very well, Josh, in week the last weeks of the season. That was the Rodgers to Cobb. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, so I know I know that, how it that works. That was a great game. By um, the way. It, fantastic. Well, well, it was it was a really good football game, just all the way around that Bears Packers game for the division. Crazy to think that we weren't we both five hundred. I think we were yep. both, and it was for the division. Yeah. So I want to throw this out there about Charlie Schmigel's Dolphins. There are only two teams in football that are worse with rushing the football. The Dolphins, as a team, have like less yards than Jonathan Taylor. They're 15th in passing. How is this team good? Like, you look at this. Now, granted, this last week, the whole Ian Book saga in New Orleans, that, that was horrible. I this mean, is the only team in NFL history, I believe, to have a seven-game losing streak followed by a seven-game win streak. Yeah, like this is. But if you look at their seven-game win streak, they didn't play anyone. No, they they have. they have not played anybody. Well, they beat Baltimore. Yeah, they beat Baltimore. That's their only reasonable win in their seven-game win streak. The Saints was was a game that we told Charlie they weren't going to win, but we weren't ever foreseeing. No one was thinking Ian, Ian Book was going to be their start. quarterback, so they they got a break there. So. Here's the thing. Tennessee, like you said, granted, they looked very good Thursday night against the 49ers. They They looked good for the half. Yes. But if Miami finds a way to beat Tennessee, that I think that's really what all NFL fans, except for Titans fans, obviously, should be rooting for so that we get a New England-Miami basic play-in game for a wild card spot in the playoffs. I think that would be 
awesome to now, watch. I, I want to touch on the Titans for a second here and going off script a little bit. That's okay. Mike Vrabel should be the NFL Coach of the Year. And it really shouldn't even be close. Because if you were to look at any other team and you take the best player on their team, the best position in football, or the best position player in football, best running back in football, two, I would say probably top 20 wide receivers, and you're still looking at a team who's 10-5, and five, give me a coaching job that has been more impressive. Yeah, I would, There isn't one in football. Yeah, I would agree with... Mike Vrabel as NFL Coach of the Year. You take away Derrick Henry off your team, and the way that you performed here down the stretch, you have a very good chance of closing out and winning your division. Right now, you're sitting as the second seed in the AFC. To me, that is that would be a huge victory for Tennessee. And if you could find a way to get Derrick Henry back, watch out for the. T- if they could get healthy, you get Derrick Henry back. I don't even care if he's not a hundred percent. If that guy's eighty-five percent, sixty-five percent, he's better than ninety-five percent of the backs in the NFL. You 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 say, listen, dude, we're, we you have all off season to get better. We're going, and we're gonna we're gonna roll with you. So. Um, I agree 100%, Josh. I think that's a very good point. Now, all that being said, I don't think it matters in the AFC. I really don't think it matters because the team... So so I I did what you did. I went back and I uh, listened to our first first podcast. Okay. Did you write down our picks? Mainly, my mind was set on the favorite in each division. Okay. The favorite in each conference. Okay. You want to play the Bills right now? Nope. You want to play the Chiefs right now? Is it and to and I, see we've been saying that the whole time. Like we've been sitting here, we're like, okay, well, you know, it's week eleven, and 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 the Chiefs and the Bills, like the Chiefs were playing better, the the Bills weren't great. You know, at that point, that you know the Bills got housed by the Colts, and it, you know, and you're sitting there, and you're like, "Are the Bills done?" But you couldn't, like, just something in your head said, "Guess what? They're not done." Right. Well, and we, now, guess every, what? And everybody was writing the Chiefs off. How awful! Everyone, everyone was writing off the Chiefs are done. Time to start, you know, moving pieces and try to start over with Patrick. Like, no. The Chiefs are right now, to me, the best team in their deep. And that's the other thing: their defense is really starting to play football. Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. I think the Chiefs. Ah, I, I say almost. You got it. it Chiefs Packers right now would be the top two teams. Obviously, they are right now, but I would say it's a legitimate like neck and neck. Packers. I mean, the Chiefs haven't lost since Week Seven. Yeah, they're playing. Their best football. They're on an eight-game win streak right now. Right. Now, granted, this same thing could be said that they really... Their only real marquee win in that was over the Cowboys. Granted, I know they beat the Packers. That's an Aaron Rodgers-less Packer team. Right. So you have to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, I agree. You look at who they've beaten in this win streak. The Giants, again, Aaron Rodgers-less Packers... The Raiders, the Cowboys. Again, that Cowboy win is looking better and better. Yep. Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Steelers. Ha. He, none of those are like, wow, really good. However, I am so excited for the game this weekend. That Bengals-Kansas City game this weekend. Oh, yeah. That's huge. Between, I mean, the what the Bengals did to the Ravens. And, and here's the thing. Um, just touching on that really quick. I love what the Bengals did. Two minutes to go in the game, fifty-seven yard touchdown pass, and Joe Burrow said, "This isn't pee wee football anymore." And I love that they did it to us. They did it to so us, so we can do it to them, right? And you know what? That's the kind of thing like we keep receipts. Like we 100%. remember these things that you did to us. We are going to do it to you. They don't care who's at quarterback. Josh Johnson. Tyler Hudley or Lamar Jackson, they don't care. This is an NFL football team, and we are every week are in, ingrained in our head. We are going to pound you into the ground. The Bengals did that, and right now, Josh, I am almost picking the Bengals to win that. Not only to win that division, 
and to make some noise in the playoffs, they're playing their best football right they're now. They're playing great football. And and I think it's fun because it's a new face. It's a fresh face. And I think that's what football needs right now. Because yeah. for so long, you know, yeah, it's been Rodgers. It's been Brady. It's been Mahomes. And there really hasn't been any fresh blood mm-hmm. that's come in. Well, now guess what? Yeah. You got the Bengals. And, I mean, it, they might be the most fun offense to watch right now. I mean, Joe, Joey B, Joey Football is throwing the rock. Jamar Chase. And oh, the Bengals defensive coordinator. How dumb could he be? Pre-game. Hey, you know, are you guys going to take some care you of Jamar? You mean the Ravens. The Ravens defensive coordinator. Yes. Hey, uh, are, are you guys going to take, you know, any sort of care with... You know, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, that's a pretty lethal combo. He goes, no, they're not Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Oh, uh, and then just you want to give a team bulletin board material, say that they're not good, which, and I mean, they just pounded them. Yeah, 525 yards for Joe Burrow. That's unreal. Unreal. Like, what a a day for him. Um, I, he, again, right now, Playing their best football. 525 yards for Joe Burrow. Um, T. Higgins had a day. 12 receptions on 94. Two tutties. Jamar Chase had a day. Seven receptions for 125. Like, right now, the three-headed monster of Higgins, Chase, and Boyd on the receiving. You got Mixon in their backfield, and you got Burrow. I like the Bengals right now. I'm very excited for what is to come for them. They've not seen success in the playoffs. These are the kind of teams, like you said, you're looking for those fresh faces, those new faces to make the playoffs for the teams like the Bears fans that don't have anything to watch in the playoffs besides cheer against the Packers or whoever Which, else. You do that? Uh, so. it, and what's enticing, so if, if the season were to end today, the Bengals would host the Patriots in a first-round playoff. Yeah. That's, Just little stories like that. Like, you have Joe Burrow and Mac Jones going up against you. Just right. fun little storylines. And again, there's going to be movement. You know, this week there's going to be movement next week. Um, but buddy, I I, I want to move to you. You have not had a lot to cheer about this football season. No. You, you, one would say you have barely had. Hot. See what I said? Did there? Barely. You have barely had. Yeah. Because even half of your wins had come against the Lions. Yep. You can't brag about wins against the Lions. However, Sunday was snow much fun. It was snow much fun. First of all, let's talk about a snowstorm in Seattle. For those of you who've never been to Seattle, Seattle is a very elevation-based city. There's lots of hills in Seattle that are quite steep, which not a lot of people talk about. Um, They don't get a lot of snow. And Mother Nature's like, here's a five-inch blizzard for you. 15-degree wind chill at kickoff. Uh, It just, man, it was nice. I was watching it with a room full of Bears fans. And I am not one of those Packer fans and I really don't think Packer fans really care that much about the Bears. I definitely think it's more Bears fans who love seeing the Packers lose. Well, right now, for sure. Correct. Because the Bears have no play on anything right now. But watching that, and it was funny because so we're sitting there, 25-24 win. So the Bears are driving down the field, down seven. They are driving the football. Nick Foles... Former Super Bowl champion level drive there for Nick Foles. And before they even get in the red zone, I looked at my cousin Nathan. And I said, go for two. And he was like, no. And I said, you go for two. Yeah, and I I was watching it at um, Crystal's uh, mom and stepdad's house. And uh, we were watching it. And I look in the other room and I said... I said, we're, I'm just going to let you know we're either going to win this game or we're going to lose this game because we're going for two. If we don't go for two, I'm going to be mad because who cares? It doesn't right. matter. 
Just go for two. Go for the win. If you don't get it, you don't get it. But you go for two. And first, I mean, when they got the ball, well, first off, when they didn't get the pass interference call when they went for it on fourth down on Damian Williams, I I, I couldn't believe that wasn't a pass interference call. But correct. Um, it, it you end up getting the ball back a huge holding penalty on Seattle bumps them back down to third and twenty one. Incomplete pass to Tyler Lockett. Now you got to punt. The first play, they throw the ball to Darnell Mooney. Makes like four guys miss. Carries another one to the 50. And then you tack on 15 more after the roughing the passer call on Nick Foles. So one play, and all of a sudden, you're sitting at the, the Seahawks 35. And that right there, that's when I said, you got to go for two. Then you get... Bump back after a holding call. You got, you know, all these. It's just like you're waiting for. It's like bears going to bear. Like you're waiting for something to happen. And then the throw, which everybody hates on Jimmy Graham. To me, he is one of the best red zone threats in football. And see, that's what I said too. I'm like, look what happens when you just give your wide receivers a A chance. chance. Yep. Jimmy goes up and point at the point of attack and makes those catches so often. He, in the last two years, has been the Bears' best red zone threat. Period. The back shoulder touchdowns to Jimmy Graham. I bet you there, Jimmy Graham has nine or ten touchdowns with the Bears in the, just on those back shoulder. Go up and catch the ball. Box the guy out. Make a play. Beautiful throw by Foles. You know, Foles is a professional. You know, I know Andy Dalton's. We signed a one-year deal deal with Dalton. He's gone after this year. You have to keep Foles because of the contract. He's a serviceable, very good backup quarterback. I do not mind having Foles on my team as a backup. Granted, I don't like paying him ten million dollars a year as a backup quarterback, but I will tell you, I. My least favorite play in football. All of these teams for these two point conversions, they roll out to the. They roll side. out. I I absolutely hate cutting the field in half on well, those and, plays. And it's one thing if you roll and slip somebody out on the weak side. Correct. But when you roll to the short side of the field, yeah, you only have a third of the you, field. You're to only talking a third of the field. And here's the thing. I, how does he hang on to that ball? Yeah, Bird, that was a... See, and that's the thing we've been waiting for from Bird. You know, since he was with he was with the Patriots, he made big plays for the Patriots and big-time catches, in, and he was a good slot receiver. But that catch that he made was astounding. It was big-time catch in traffic, to get both feet down, and then he, he had the presence of mind to hold the ball up so that guys couldn't like try to knock it out. Yep. And he put his paw on it. That was great throw, great catch. Gave your receiver a chance. Um, yeah, I'm I was happy. It was really cool to see the Bears win. Um, it stinks that it doesn't matter. And the and honestly, the Bears could legitimately win their last three games. Which is not what you want if you're a Bears fan. Like, you want them to lose. No, you don't. Because you don't have any first-round draft picks. I understand that. But we want... There was a report from Ian Rappaport that stated that the Bears were thinking about or had not made a decision on what they were going to do with Matt Nagy if they lost to Seattle. Of course, they beat Seattle. But we just were getting updates on our phone. Well, I was. About all these... Coaches that that Jackson Jacksonville's getting ready. Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore from the Cowboys, Brian Leftwich, Todd Bowles from the Bucks. Like, here we go. You are going to let them get the head up on these coaching okay. interviews. I, I hear all that. I understand all of that. Here here's my thing with the Chicago Bears. Okay? You don't have any first round draft picks. And I honest to goodness think that you know I was joking with you a little bit earlier. 
Um, hey, you know if they if they went out, they could keep Nagy. Okay, that Nagy's gone at the end of the year. How much of a leg up do you honestly get? I don't know. Sure, you can start interviewing more. I don't. I I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh well, if you don't fire him this week, then you're going to miss out on the best head coaching head coaching candidates. I don't know. But you just won a game. Like the fan base needs something because there's been so much negative within this fan base this year. I mean, you look really since the win at Oakland or. I keep doing that. Yeah, Christian. you do. The win at Vegas. The, I mean, they've just had nothing to be happy about. Yeah. I just absolutely nothing. I'm happy for the Bears fan base. I have lots of very close friends, you, you know, family members who I, you know, and even then, there's a minute left. It's a snowstorm. Seattle hasn't thrown the ball well all day, and I, I, they're going to find some way to blow it. I, they're going to find some. And just to see happiness out of Bears fans was a very, very refreshing thing. Speaking of Bears fans, I'm leaning on you quite a bit this week. Yeah, yeah, you're going, you're going to the. I'm I'm going to the the lakefront. on Sunday. Uh, again, don't know what to expect. Here's my question. You're so you're taking Nathan. Your, yes. Is it your? It's your cousin. Yeah. So it's Katie's cousin, but he's essentially my cousin. Right. So yeah. and you've done so much. You've taken him to Wrigley. Correct. You've taken him. Now you're taking him to Chicago. Taking him to a. So this is the last major Chicago sports team that we haven't seen. Been to Bulls games, Blackhawks games. Been to a Cubs game together. Went to a Sox game together. So now we're crossing off the Bears. So here's my question. Yes. What are you going to wear? So first of all. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, do not wear no, Packers stuff. No, 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 no. First of all, I'm not that guy. Okay, I'm I, not understand, that guy. I understand that. Not that guy. So here's the other problem. So we're, we're going to answer it. First of all, uh, at kickoff, it is supposed to be 20 degrees with a 15-mile-an-hour wind. Cold. So we have purchased through Amazon some thermals. Yeah. We have Under Armour to go on top of the thermal. Mm-hmm. Now here's where the problem comes in. So they are playing the New York Football Giants. Well, my school that I work at, our colors are what Christian blue and white, which presents another problem because most of my outerwear, Christian, is blue and white. That is also facts. So what I think we're gonna roll with is uh, we're just gonna do you know just like a like a white socks t-shirt. On top of the thermal and the Under Armour. And then I have some nice warm quarter zips. Like a navy blue quarter zip there you to go. go on top. Yep. Uh, so we have the thermal layer pants. Then we're going to go some nice khaki chinos on top of those. Yep. Uh, winter boots. Yeah. We got some new thermal gloves. And uh, a nice Chicago flag beanie. There you go. That'll work. So that's, you, you know, a, that's acceptable. Because we don't want to be that guy, pal. And that's one thing. To anyone listening out there, if you are going to one of your rival sports teams' games and your favorite team is not playing, do not wear your favorite team's jersey. Don't be that guy. Now, if you're on vacation and you're going, like, you know, let's say we were on vacation in New York and we were going to go watch the Yankees and the Orioles. And you wanted to wear a Cubs hat, I wanted to wear a Sox hat, no problem there. But if you're going to a Cub game and wearing a Sox shirt and the Sox aren't playing, that's a problem. You're a loser. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, like don't be that guy. So that was like when I went to a Colts, it, I took Crystal to so for our anniversary, we went to a we got tickets to go to the Colts that's Jaguars right. yes. game when Nick Foles was in Jacksonville. And she said, what are you going to wear? And they said, I'm not going to be that guy and wear a Bears hoodie. So what did I do? I wore a Cubs Which is hoodie. blue. It's You're blue. not wearing Colts stuff. Exactly. But you still, like, that's the thing. There's enough hatred. There's enough anger in the world. Don't be that loser who tries to get all the attention. Right. Like, don't be that guy. And if you are that guy, new year, new you, change from that. 
don't be a tool and dress like a fool is what we're going to have for our New Year's resolutions. So that's what we're going with. The, the main name of the game on Sunday is going to be warmth. Yeah. Stay warm, but have fun on the lakefront. We are. You know, I'm excited. So I, really, I have not been to a regular season NFL football game since I believe my sophomore year of high school. Where did you? Was that a Titans game? That was game? a Titans-Broncos Christmas Day special in Nashville. That's pretty cool. So, again, I'm going to go to a Bears game before I go to a Packers game. So, you've not seen the Packers play? I have seen a preseason, a week one preseason Packer game that, so this would have been in 2014. No Aaron Rodgers, no Devontae Adams, no Randall Cobb. At that point, no Jordy Nelson. Um, yeah, so you no had- Eddie Lacy. So, I really have not seen. Is it crazy to think that I've seen your team play more Way in, more than I have. In Lambeau. I've been Correct. to Lambeau three times. Correct. And I'm telling you, Josh, I know you say you won't go. I will not go to a Bears-Packers game. I'm telling you, you have to, Josh. No, I don't. It is phenomenal first atmosphere. Of all, first of all, I don't want to spend that kind of money. Second of all, oh, it's so worth it. I it, would be, I would be an absolute. I want to be able to enjoy my first game, and if I went to a Bears Packers game and they lost, I would hate myself forever. Because if there's one thing the Packers don't do, it's lose to the Chicago Bears. But I'm just telling you, Josh. I've been there. I know. I've under. I've been through it. I wore my Jay Cutler jersey on the the game where Rodgers set the t- first half touchdown record. Was that the 42-3 at halftime? Yes. Okay. I was there for that. I was there for Khalil Mack's first game where Rodgers came back, drugged up, and scored the winning touchdown to Randall oh, Cobb. Rodgers to Cobb. Yeah, again. And I've Ooh. seen I've been there for a lot of I've also been there for the uh, ba- the battle of the backups where Rodgers wasn't playing and Cutler wasn't playing. I've seen it all. But I'm telling you, for everyone here, this is going to be hard for me to say it, but I'm going to say it. My favorite place to watch a football game is Lambeau Field. Soldier Field's up there. But Lambeau Field, the, the his- history... The atmosphere of it being in just like a little town in Wisconsin. It's just, it's a cool place to go watch a football game. And sorry if you're picking any uh, picking up any ambient noise right now. Uh, my daughter is deciding to have marching time. Yeah, uh, I hear up, that. Upstairs right now. <laughs> so, uh, don't really know what's going on with that. So, anyways, going to the lakefront. Uh, excited. That'll be fun. Uh, got pretty good seats. Um, so, should be a good time. Uh, moving to the Packers. Um... That's a loss or a win that feels like a loss. I mean, I'll say it. Should have been a pass interference call on Rasul's second pick. Um, Lots of questionable stuff. The offense took their foot off the gas again. In the second Um, half. But a much bigger concern for me is uh, how many times Aaron Rodgers was stepped on. Um, When is that going to be the it? Correct. And and I think that that's... So, now, one thing that's nice is, depending upon how things play out this week. So, if you look at the standings in the NFC right now. So, the Packers have a one-game lead over everyone right now. And the only team who I think reasonably could catch them would probably be the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Um, Now, I am a huge Arizona Cardinal fan on Sunday. Huge Arizona Cardinal fan on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Because if the Cardinals somehow knock off the Cowboys, essentially the Packers well, essentially the Packers can lock up the one seed if they beat the Vikings on Sunday, anyways. Um But if the Packers clinch that one seed on Sunday, you sit everybody. Like if, if the Cardinals knock off which is the benefit of having the Sunday night game. If the Cardinals knock off the Cowboys, don't put Aaron in. If it's like, and I understand that, but watching him get his foot stepped on against the Browns. Well, granted that he did say that was the first game that he had not taken any sort of medication. Correct. Prior to the game, which I I don't care what you're what you say, you take something. You have a broken toe. Right. And I here's the thing, and I said this to Crystal. If I was on the defensive line. 
I don't care what's going on. I'm you're going after the you're foot. going after the foot. Like you, everybody knows about it. It is not a secret. You know, there's a man named Ndamukong Sue that used to make a living off things like this. Well, he would literally step on correct intentionally, I, right? Well, and I think you look. You know, Miles Garrett hit it a couple of times, and you know, he and Rogers are dapping each other up. And and I mean, these guys are professionals. They're not going out to try to end anybody's career. That like that's no, not what but they're, they're doing. but you exploit the weaknesses exactly. And the Packers' offense did not look good. On Sunday. Now, they go through things like this. They do. I mean, that's what the Packers do. However, you look at this Packer team. And here's the other thing. Like, you don't want to be going into the playoffs. Let's let's say they lock up the one seed, sit everybody for the last two weeks. Like you said, they have the Sunday night game against the Vikings. You lock up the number one. Do you really want to go into the playoffs with the last time that you played with a full roster of guys? Because you're going to then sit those guys basically for three weeks. And that's that's where I sit, and you have to ask yourself that question. So, I think you play them against Minnesota. I think you have to. At least three quarters. You get a big lead, pull them, fine. Which I don't think we're going to get a big lead Sunday. Um, <laughs> Five degrees is supposed to be the temp at kickoff. Yeah, it's going to be chilly. A- Aaron Rodgers, he's going to have the turtleneck as made famous on the Pat McAfee show. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I'm torn. It wasn't a good win. However, the defense, after the first quarter, the defense showed up. I mean, the offense didn't win the game. You know, it's, it was kind of reverse of what happened against the Bears. Against the Bears, the defense played horrible, and the offense was like, we got you. Don't worry about it. Gutsy went at Baltimore. Uh, we are also the kings of the AFC North, not just the NFC North, but all, or the NFC North and the AFC North, both we are the kings of. Um, I don't know. I'm just. It's Christmas Day. It's Saturday. It's a short week. You move on. A win is a win. NFL refs. NFL reft. It's thankful for horrible calls. Yeah, um, that that was a about as blatant as a pi. That I, I and here's the thing: they took away the challenging of the pi. But what I told Crystal when we were watching that game is that's something where. Like, you know how they're doing these quick reviews now? Like, if it's going to change the outcome of the game, that's where someone needs to get in the air and be like, bro, yeah, P.I., and they throw a late flag or something. But, For sure. But know. they didn't. Packers moved to 12-3, and three, can essentially lock up uh, the one seed Sunday night against Minnesota. By the way, like, this Sunday would have been, like, the ideal Lambeau game for me. Freezing cold, divisional opponent, one seat on the line. Yeah. However, I cannot drop $200 a ticket, which is what Packers Vikings tickets are yeah. for. So that moves us to the undeniable fact, Christian, that our picks don't lie. Congratulations, buddy. Woo! I mean, what a weekend for you. Yeah. With NFL football. So your your football team wins. And then you just come out and you lay down the smack on our picks this last week. Here's the thing. If I don't take the bold pick of Detroit, if I just roll with the Bears, I would have only missed one game You're this week. You're 15 and 1. How but you went 13 and 3? Papa Russ coming in 12 and 4. I brought up the caboose at 10 and 6. Uh, for the year, I am 152 and 88. You are 138 and 102. And our penultimate week. Do you know what penultimate means, Christian? Sounds like a golf ball. Like yeah. a- <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing the Titleist penultimate. Yeah. Uh, no, so it means our next to last week of games. The nice thing about this week is you look up and down the slate of games. Minus the Giants and the Bears... Almost every game has at least Giants and Bears, Detroit and Seattle is the only game that doesn't have at least some sort of playoff implication in it. Right. Which is awesome. That's what you want. This is what you want if you're an NFL fan. So no Thursday game this week. So kickoff doesn't start. Scott Hansen's got to be loving this, by the way. Right. The last two weeks you get to just... 
just Sundays. Yep. So there's only two games that Hanson won't be covering this week. Uh, our first little uh, shindig takes us to Orchard Park, New York. Uh, th- this one's not even going to be close. You got the Bills and the Falcons. Uh, I think it's probably pretty safe to say that we're both taking the Bills. Yeah, I'm going with the Bills. Huge win for the Bills on Sunday against uh, New England. The the Buffalo Bills are once again circling <laughs> the wagon. You, you have been missing that oh, yeah. all year. So, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. Moving to another lakefront, the south shore of Lake Michigan. Buddy, bear down this week. I mean, they're favorites. They're at home. There's a lot of positive energy in the franchise right now. Give me the Bears. Yeah, um, I said I wasn't going to pick the Bears the rest of the year, but I'm going to have to. Uh, oh, man, but here's the thing. I said I'm picking the Bears. Uh, I'm, Good. I have to. Uh their favorite. I hope Justin Fields is back this week. I think that you need to play him in one of these cold games to get him ready for this is what you're going to have to deal with, you know. Yep. Um big game for him to kind of get his get going here at the end of the year. Um but again, it's it's also time for them to get a head start on this head coaching deal. Um Do you want me to start a fire and aggie chant? Sure, if you're there, you might. I mean, I partook in one when I was there. Um, maybe you'll get to see the Bears win in person because, Josh, I have not done that in a very, very. Well, um, that's not that's that's false. I saw them the year they in 2018 with the, I saw them beat uh, the Bucks by oh 38. Yes. yes, Trubisky had like six touchdown passes that game. Which I think might be the last time he threw a touchdown pass. Right. There you go. Uh, one of the, I want to say one of the games of the day. There are several games that I think should be the Sunday night game. Yeah, I don't think the Packers. I don't think the, the Sunday night game. Yeah, I don't think, I think um, they should have flexed the Packers. I, I Vikings definitely out of that. think you should have. Uh, this being one, Kansas City at Cincinnati. I mean, in what right now is looking like a possible AFC championship game preview, uh, Kansas City. Minus five on the road. That is a big road favorite going up against Cincinnati. Uh, whatever the over is in this game, take it. Hammer it. Like right now, hammer it. Give me Kansas City. I'm taking who day okay. and the Bengals. Um, I think this is this is the Bengals season right here because there's a chance if you fall to Kansas City, Baltimore finds a way to get healthy and beat the Rams. Baltimore then could come up and jump you in the division. You have to have this. These are the games at home. If you want to be a playoff team against a playoff team, you got to win. You have to win. And I think Joey Burrow gets it done at home. Give me the Bengals. My Charlie Schmiggles Finns yep. and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, must win for both teams. Absolutely. I, this is a playoff game in Week 17. This is a playoff game. I don't care what anyone says. This is a playoff game, and they gonna remember forever the night they played the Titans. Give me Cindy's Titans. I'm taking Charlie Schmigol's Fins. I'm riding on the seven game win streak. They're on the road in Tennessee. I, I, if you, I just could not. I just really am just begging for the Dolphins Pats game in Week 18 you to be a play be, a, a yes. play in game. So for that reason, I'm rolling with Charlie's Fins. Dude, okay, look at the pick sheet. I did it here too. I said Oakland versus Indianapolis. <laughs> like, what? We are not. But like you know what? It, the, it doesn't matter if they're Oakland or Vegas. They are the Raiders. But it doesn't matter because Ooh. I know. Ooh. I don't care about Carson Wentz's COVID. I don't care about Carson Wentz's COVID. It's a home game for the Colts. Lucas Oil will be rocking. Give me the Colts. Big game for both teams. Um, The Raiders are still in this. I'm taking the Raiders, and this is why. You don't have Carson Wentz. I I think that's going to be a very, very big problem for Indianapolis. If So... If you don't have Carson, um, 
Who'd you say the backup was? It's uh, Ellinger. Sam Ellinger. So Ellinger, how is he going to? Again, you have the luxury of turning around and handing the ball off to Jonathan you Taylor. You also have a week of prep. But Josh, what are the? If the Raiders are any sort of a competent team, you are stacking eight in the box every play, and you're saying. And then Michael Pittman Jr. and T.Y. Hilton go off. I don't. I, you're gonna have to get them the ball. Sam this is Alger a back. Will get them the ball. Yeah. Sam Alger will get them the ball. I'm going with Vegas. I think this is a big game, and then it comes down to um, Week 18 for all of these AFC teams to see if they make it. Really, I was kind of hoping that they would activate Pack McAfee to be quarterback, but <laughs> uh, these next two games, I mean, they they have playoff implications for one side. Uh, I don't think it. Needs too much uh, conversation. I believe the Patriots are going to beat the Jaguars. Yep, as am I. And, and I believe that the Bucks are going to throttle the New York Jets. Yeah, they're both those games I think are pretty similar. Now, anytime we have said something along these lines this year, the exact opposite has happened. Right. Uh, I, ju- I don't see either one of those happening. No. Um, Christian, it is now time to... Fly, Eagles, fly, on the road to victory. Now, I picked the football team last week. I said that was my upset pick of the week. And within the first five minutes, I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. Not happening. Uh, Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going Eagles, too. The football team is just a train wreck right now. On both sides of the ball. You got defensive linemen swinging at each other on the sideline. It's just dysfunction in Washington right now, which really bums me out because I love Ron Rivera as a head coach. I think he's a great man, and he's gone through a lot. But Eagles, right now, as we sit, are one of the playoff team. Is a playoff team. You, this is a game you got to win. So, And I think they will. On the, on the road, give me the Eagles. Rams and Ravens, uh, a very intriguing matchup. Huge game for both. Cross-country flight, 10 a.m. body clock start for the Rams. Doesn't matter. Give me the Rams. It really, this is hard because we're picking these games on Tuesday. Correct. We don't know. We don't know COVID. COVID, injuries, anything. like. To me, that means so much for Baltimore. Because they've had so many problems with Lamar, Hundley, and then you had Josh Johnson filling in. Um, they got throttled, which they deserved, as yeah. Joey Burrow said. Um, this game is huge for Baltimore. If you lose this game, you are essentially you are out of the playoffs, out of the division. And it's a shame because Baltimore really was playing good football. But unfortunately, I'm sorry, my little cousin Liam is a diehard, just got a Lamar jersey on Christmas. He was wearing it on Christmas Day. Um, the Ravens season ends on Sunday. Give me the Rams. Broncos and Chargers. Uh, goal, Chargers, goal. Man, what an egg the Chargers laid on Sunday to the, to the Texans. Uh Giving up 41 to the Houston Texans. That's not a good look for a team that is trying to make the playoffs, which has now dropped two spots. And now they are like, if we're talking NCAA, which do we tell the viewers? Like, that's coming next. That's coming, yeah. So, like, Super Bowl's over. We move to college basketball. Right. So, like, so using a college basketball reference, they're like in the first four out, like, or the yeah. yeah, the first four out right now. They're the last one to not make the playoffs. Huge loss for them. You have to win this football game at home. I think they will. Denver's beat up on both sides of the ball. Give me the Chargers goal. Chargers goal. The San Francisco 49ers will beat the Houston Texans. I'm going Houston. I was very impressed with their offense last week. Um, they tore up the Chargers. Josh, I just said this a little bit ago. These the game where you have a playoff team that is playing very conservative because you're and your every play matters is a lot different from a team that's just like I'm gonna huck it downfield and we're gonna see what happens. That's my upset pick of the week, Josh, is the okay. Houston Texans to start a two game win streak. Or actually, didn't they beat 
uh, Jacksonville, so this would technically three be game three game win streak. Give me the Houston Texans. The game of the day. The game of the week. Arizona Dallas. Um, yeah, this is huge for both I teams. mean, I, it cannot be understated. I mean, this game is going to be so much fun. Um, once again, whatever the over is, hammer it. Yeah, take it. Um, I need the Cardinals. I want the Cardinals to win. But it ain't happening. We them boys roll at home. Yeah, and I think if Arizona loses this football game and finds a way to lose their game the last game of the year, I think Cliff Kingsbury might get fired. He could then become as a coach on the hot seat because of his lack of finishing seasons last year, which cost him a playoff spot. Granted, this year they're locked in to a playoff right, spot. But they, they were... The, they but were, they, they were a oh, shoe in to win the division. They we were all shoe in to win the division. They were the shoe in for the one seed. They're sitting there as the best team in football. And now Boy. all of a sudden, it's almost like they've just completely three sixty. It's now, almost like they don't know how to win. And it's like their offense has become incompetent. It's like they don't know how to move the ball down the field. Kyler's running for his life. It's just very. Very interesting. I mean, they lost to the Lions. Like, that's the one that I keep going back to. Well, they didn't just lose to the Lions. They got throttled. They got throttled by the Lions. To me, ever since that game, Arizona has been a completely different football team. And see what happens when you lose to the Lions? It could just ruin (laughs) your season. So, for that reason, I'm picking them boys. Right now, Josh, I believe Dallas is the second best team in the NFC. Not only because right now they're the second seed. You know, the Rams are up there, but right now, Dallas on both sides of the ball. They're playing some football. Digs on that defense, man. Uh-huh. He is a Don't ball hawk. Which worries me if they put him against Devontae. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If we even get that. I w- oh, Josh, please give us Dallas Green Bay with Mike McCarthy. We, we as NFL fans want that smoke. Yes. Yes, we do. Carolina and New Orleans. Uh, for me... This is the game that I will ship to London. Yeah. Um, I we really over the Bears Giants. Yes. Wow. Stri- strictly here. Here's why. I watched every single snap of that New Orleans Miami game last night. I want a refund. And you were. I want a refund. <laughs> I wasn't even there. Like that New Orleans offense was so abysmal. It, I don't think it even matters who the quarterback is. At no, this point. I just I, the offensive line is an absolute dumpster fire. Ian Book might not know where he is after some of those hits he took. Kamara looks so tapped out. He, he and how could he not? When every time that you get handed a ball, almost instantaneously you have two guys on your head. Hot take here it comes. Kamara will demand a trade after this season. And why wouldn't he? Yeah. If, if he's not a free agent, I don't know what his contract situation is in New Orleans. He's got to get out. He, and if you're New Orleans, I think you almost have to, if he's under contract, you you need to start start over Looking now. to move him. Yeah, you got to move him, start getting some pieces, and start over. And that's when I think, Josh, that Sean Payton sees a rebuild. And he runs. And he runs over to the Windy City. I'm taking the Panthers. Um, I'm... Pass. No. Uh, I, <laughs> right? I, I don't even, like... I, and I think so much of this is okay. Does Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill clear COVID protocol? If they do, then okay. Then I think the Saints have a better shot of winning. If they don't... I don't think the Saints have any shot of winning if Ian Book is your quarterback. I'm going to tell you right now, this line being at six and a half, this is a... I might jump on Carolina. I on might. Tuesday. Yeah. Plus six and a half if is Cam starting or are they going to New Orleans with didn't Sam even Darnold? score six yesterday. They didn't even score six yesterday. Yeah, I'm going Carolina. You talked me out of New Orleans. I'm going Carolina. Upset. I think this line will move before Sunday. If you're listening to this on Wednesday and the line's still six and a half, I would hop on Carolina. Maybe your house. Maybe no, don't put yeah. your house on it. No. Uh, 
Detroit and Seattle. I, this is another game. Oh, buddy. Uh, that will not have a high viewership. What did your dad say last week? Ship it to... I don't know, like Saskatchewan. Ottawa, or Ottawa somewhere Ottawa in Canada, A. Um, I'm going to take Seattle. I think they need to bounce back. I don't... Yeah, give me Seattle. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle, too. Uh, I I think Detroit right now is... Their season, obviously, is over. But um, I do really... I've completely changed my mind on Dan Quinn as a or um, what's his the coach's name Dan Campbell not Dan Quinn yeah. Dan Quinn was the uh, Atlanta coach, um, but Dan Campbell I think he is really rallying this team I yep. think he's he's his seat isn't even lukewarm I think he's safe well he has no talent he has nobody on this football team um, for that reason I'm picking maybe for the last time Russell Wilson's birds. Minnesota and Green Bay. Take it away, Josh. We can't lose to him twice. Oh, man. Can you... Um, and here's the thing, Josh. Huge game for Minnesota. Mammoth. Because I'm going to tell you right now what's going to happen. If Minnesota loses this game, and is eliminated from playoff contention. Zimmer will be fired come Monday. Yeah. I I think that they will hop on that early interview process. They haven't gotten anywhere with Zimmer. I think it's time for a new face in Minnesota. Huge huge game for him, his football team. What do you I mean you got to be taking the the pack. So it's still all right. So I would say it probably is a little more important for the Vikings just because playoffs. Like the Packers already in the playoffs. The Packers have already won the division. Packers might technically have already locked up the one seed by the, the time they take the field. There is a world that the they field. correct. They've already locked up the one seed. So if that's the case, then I think you're looking at a completely different game. However, there's still the pride in you don't lose to your division rival twice. Right. And. It's going to be, uh, was it you said five degrees at five kickoff? Five degrees at kickoff. Okay. That's Packer weather. Right. That, that is... It could be Minnesota weather if they didn't have a roof. But they but, have one of the best stadiums in all football. Right. Um, I hate them. <laughs> I, I mean, detest them. If we lose to them twice in one year... We have to win the Super Bowl to make the season successful for me. If we lose to the Vikings twice. Like, if we lose to the Vikings twice, like, we can make it to the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. We lost the Vikings twice. We have to win the Super Bowl to cover up the stain of losing to those skull-clapping, purple-pant-wearing, hot-dish-eating Minnesotans. It took me that long to get to that, by the way. I was waiting. I was like, even gave you, like, a trumpet intro. Who, who's your pick? I'm taking Green Bay. I don't think Green Bay loses them twice. I don't think they they definitely don't lose to them in Lambeau. Five degrees at kickoff. Sunday night football. Aaron Rodgers drugged up gets the dub. Green Bay. Ooh, barely. So do you take Minnesota with the points? No, I stay away from it. I stay away from this game altogether. Because barely could be, hey, the Packers have like a three-point lead and 12 goes on one of those game icing four-minute drives, puts it away, the Packers win by 10. Right. And that's where you get completely screwed over. Right. That's when you end up on Um, bad beats on ESPN. Yes. So I think Green Bay wins, barely, locks up the one seed, and then all you need is love in the Motor City. Uh, the Monday night game, what a clunker. I, Browns and Pittsburgh. I know it's important. It is very but important. I know it's very important. I don't want to watch these teams, man. Like, <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, getting all choked up here. <coughs> I'm starting to say, like, we might be in health and safety protocol here. No, I just, I just don't know how to uh, swallow my own saliva. Okay. That, but here's, moving on. Here's the thing, though, Josh. You could be looking in a world where... Colts lose, Patriots lose, Miami loses, and next thing you know, this is a game for a playoff spot. Correct. Like, there's a world where whoever wins this game, I feel like the Steelers have more of a chance because of that tie 
Fair enough. But could be a big game, could but be. I don't I I, I just, don't I don't want to watch this. No. Like I don't. I don't like nothing here says hey these teams I mean Baker threw four picks. One of them should have been PI. I get that. But he threw four picks. I I don't know. I whatever the over under is in this game, take the under. Because these teams can't score. Uh, I don't. I'm gonna throw my principal a bone here. Uh, holiday season. Uh, give me the Steelers. I'm taking Cleveland. I think Cleveland wins this football game. Ben is tapped out. He's done. They they just looked completely incompetent on the offensive side of the ball. Granted, they were playing Kansas City, but they just looked awful last week. I think he's done. But I also think, and another hot take here. That Cleveland will be looking for Baker's replacement come the this offseason. Wow. That, okay. Yeah, I think that Baker's going to have to find a new home to do his commercials in. Um, it won't be in Cleveland anymore. He'll have to find a new... By the way, if you need to get into Cleveland Stadium, the code is 6. Uh, so, so we're <laughs> sitting here, and you have on this podcast said that the Houston Texans are beating the San Francisco 49ers. And that the Cleveland Browns will not be bringing Baker Mayfield back. Wow. This is a Limke special today. Yeah. This is the putter from 45 yards off the green. Level Limke special. Yeah. And that's why you folks tune in. Our locks of the week. This is a week that's tough on locks for me. Um, Because you look up and down. There's not a lot of those games where you sit there and you're like, this is for sure going to happen. There's only one for me, and I am going to take the Seahawks as my lock of the week. I'm rolling with Philadelphia as my lock of the week. I think Washington gets got shellacked on Sunday Night Football in Dallas. I think that, they're again, they are tapped out. They are done. Their season is over. Philly's playing for a playoff spot. That is my lock of the week is fly, Eagles, fly. Well, we're going to fly away. That's week 17 for you uh, in a nutshell. Coming back next week, we're going to have our regular season award picks for the year. Um, Hopefully have a little more idea for a playoff picture, and then uh, we will preview our last week of regular season NFL football. So from LR Weekly, Go Pack Go. Bear down. Have a good week.